0: Dang, bro! Full winter coat in the inside the <laughs> house. <laughs> oh man, uh, I got <laughs> socks on. Hey, and that's me. That's that's actually not shocking. I <laughs> definitely a socks on in the house person. You know what though? I didn't. I just now realized that there are people who are are absolutely not. What I'm normally not All right, here's for real yeah. in the crib. Yeah. All right, yeah, man. I'm like, I'm from that, that, put some socks on, boy, family. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's cold. Put some socks on. <laughs> like, fine. Damn. <laughs> You're going to get sick. Uh, That's funny. Allergies is kicking in for you, huh?
1: Psst, man.
0: Yeah. It's neti pot season. I don't know about all that. I don't know about waterboarding myself.
1: Nettie, are you Ready? <laughs>
0: I know it's Claritin season. That's for sure. It's work. You, know what, to you it want to know the,
1: the cold part of the game is that I think I'm
0: allergic to Claritin.
1: Oh, that's, that's about the dumbest thing I could possibly say.
0: That's an L. That is an entire L. <laughs> <laughs> that isn't. That is a. That's an F minus on the report card. You're passed, none of that. Thirty percent score. <laughs> Word up. Um I so this is the opening question. I asked it on Facebook so I'm going to ask you. Okay. Okay, so you, are you infuriated when people yell when you're in a car with them not you don't have to be driving. You could be in any seat in the car, but when people like either scream lyrics to songs or have like major dramatic outbursts of things that they read or see. You know what I'm saying? Do you, how do you react to that? Um, I don't know if I would use the word infuriated.
1: Uh, Aggressively irritated, yes. Okay. How do I react? Irritated. It depends. Because, and I, it's not, you know, it's not like back in the day where, you know, friends or whatever in the car, you know. Mhm. Um you know like people who I'd be very comfortable just pulling over and you gonna have to find another ride. <laughs> For real. Like I'm i tell you what, I'll pull up to the bus stop and then you can figure it out from there. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Pull up next to this here payphone and let you sort it out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right? Just yeah, slow exactly. slow down to you about 10 to miles an hour and say You you got got
1: Uber on your phone, right?
0: (laughs) skirt? (laughs) These days, right? Yeah.
1: But, so nowadays, and I say that to say that I, you know, driving around my kid or my wife or... God forbid, both of them. (laughs) So I don't... I don't react... I try not to react crazy because then... Because what happens is... I know that if we're driving for a little while, everything's going to calm down. The kid's going to fall asleep. My wife is going to say everything that she has to say. The problem is that's not the case in the first five minutes of the drive. When we leave the house and we're about to get on the freeway. Mm -hmm. Oh, and to answer your question, no, if I'm not driving, I don't care. I'll go to sleep or I'll get up and jump out of the car. But, um, yeah, so in that first five minutes, uh, you know, it's probably also me not listening to anybody while we're in the house and I can ignore them. It's sure. easy to ignore them. So like we get in the car, it's an enclosed space, and then, boy, I'm just getting all the business, all the updates, just while I'm trying to merge onto the freeway and through fourteen <laughs> lanes of traffic. Right? I'm right. like, you know, it's not that hard, but at the same time, it's like I I don't I don't. You know, I, I could use some quiet, <laughs> but, but I have sort of snapped and, and then what ends up happening is that the, the rest of the ride, which is relatively straightforward once, you know, you're not, you don't have a semi crawling up your ass or whatever. Um, you know, you can talk all you want after that. But, uh, but yeah, so if I flip out, then it's like, then the whole ride is screwed up. It's like, I don't want that. yeah, yeah. Um, but the other thing that does happen every so often is that if she's looking at her phone or something like that and something comes up or she sees something off the side of the road, she doesn't realize that she can't react the same way she would react if she saw that and we were on the bus or the train or whatever, like, you know, some other, cause she'll, yo, (laughs) she'll do that. And I'm like, what What are you doing?
0: You're going to get us all killed. What is that? I don't know. What, why is that a thing? I'm always like, yo, what, 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 why would you do that? It doesn't make, well, this is what I want
1: to, I want to ask. And, uh, you obviously have the, uh, uh,
0: freedom to, uh, not answer.
1: (laughs) Who are you talking about?
0: I've just made it very Um, clear who I'm talking about. Nah, I'm at the stage in my life where I pick up teenagers from school. Oh, yeah. No, uh, uh. And it's like, and you know, here's the thing. And I'm, 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 I'm kind of roll on piggyback a little bit on what you said. Like, one of the things I'm learning about maybe the reaction that the, about my father <laughs> <laughs> is like you said. If you react a certain way, the whole ride is messed. So it's like everyone in the world can be angry about something or have an emotion or reaction to something. But if you do it, then it shuts the planet. You know what I mean? Like okay, so I don't have this space or room to be upset about anything right and I now recognize like my father just sitting on the couch staring at that Like, don't say a word to me about nothing because I know that he was probably fully in his right to be mad and was basically told that if he's mad then the world has ended right so I carry this with me right so I'm, I'm 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 rolling you know teenagers are not the worst people i've been in the car with in this situation it brought me back to a circumstance and i'm gonna try to be like i'm gonna try i'm gonna try this or whatever i'm gonna end up sort of telling him. so i'm in my, my brother at the end of the night thought i was angry with a different situation but i was completely infuriated with the drive to and from where we were going remember the night i told you about where the, the dude requested his girl requested a song. It was the end of the night. We couldn't play the song, or wouldn't have played it anyway, but but couldn't play it because the night was over. And the dude almost got in a fight with my yeah. my brother and me. Oh so yeah, it was yeah. The same night, right? So it's already a little like I mean, the night was cool, right? Family <laughs> in the building, it's all good. But then we riding the home, and this person is screaming. I mean, not rapping. Screaming lyrics to a song that I already don't like, all the way from Fullerton to my parents' crib in West Covina. It's what a twenty-minute drive! I say like thirteen minutes of the drive was just screaming. Right? You were. Driving? I mean, when I I was driving, and when I say screaming, I don't mean like like I'm talking like I don't even know how to explain. It was like. It, to be
1: clear, I, I assume you're not saying this person's name for for obvious reasons, but this is not a person who is in the next car over
0: yelling no, so loud that it was annoying you. In the car. Like, it's <laughs> cool. going down. And I'm like, so my thing is this. I'm like, all right. In the same, and I'm, I'm I'm telling you this story to kind of merge it back in the woods. So I don't want, um, like the wife outburst thing, I guess it's universal, right? Like, it's like, dude, come on. But I don't want to spoil the kids. Good. time. So I don't want you to get in my car. And it's like, oh, you know, Mr. Bruner, don't you can't, you know, like, I don't want to be like that. Right. So I'm kind of like, oh, but it's like, ah. but what makes it worse is like, <laughs> then everybody is out of the car. And now my child don't have nothing to say. Like, I'm talking to this person who. Can't even make a noise. I'm like, okay, well. So it's all it's this it's this combination of fatherhood and, and being a husband and whatever. So it's it's all of that. Like I don't want to spoil the good time. I don't want wanna change the whole ride like like I just explained yeah. we just do, right? So it's probably like suppression. <laughs> like it's probably a combination of everything, like, yo. It's, it's pressure. Oh, man. You let
1: the pressure build up. <laughs> like my, my daughter's old enough now where she's starting to um, think she knows how to drive.
0: Mm. So
1: she'll ask me questions about... And she's she's not rude about it. But at the same time, I'm like, shut up. <laughs> like, why <laughs> right? why are you in this lane? I'm like, because I am. Yeah. Be quiet. But some of the questions, she, when, when she has a good question... This is what kills me. I'm like, I don't want to be like, stop asking stupid questions, right? But ha- she's, she's 11. She's barely 11. Most of the questions she's asking about driving are not terribly well-informed questions. Every so often, however, she will ask one that's like, that's a good question. This is why. Yeah. And then the second I start answering her question, guess what happens? She stops listening to me. Hey, Well, Okay. <laughs> And which is great for her because she's in the back seat. I'm not looking at her. So I'm just talking. And I look back and she's sleeping.
0: (laughs) Yeah, parenthood is wild. It's wild. Teenagers are wild for one reason that's different than when I, like, because I have a teenager and I got an eight year old. So I had this real comparison contrast. Like, the eight year old is asking questions that I'm like, all right, come on, man. Like, you gonna have to like ask better quite like write them down. You know what I'm saying, <laughs> or whatever, right? But it's cool because I can catch myself and recognize that she's a child. But your teenager gets a little—at least mine gets—the the annoyances that teenagers like to say things as though they can psychoanal- psychoanalyze you. Like now they're trying to break you down as a person, you know, you <laughs> and you be like. You know, like, I will dog walk you. <laughs> do, what are we doing right now? You know I'm saying? Like, hold up. Will, do you know that I can snatch you up and murder you right now? Just like, say, it's not that hard
1: for me to do this. Oh, man. I, uh, just all the things I have to look forward to. Just the- Oh, my God. Daddy, did, did you not get a good night's sleep last night? It's like, oh, no, nice. I, I slept great. You're
0: just annoying me. No, it's like Well, you know, well because you and they'll finish the sentence like you like to do this and I'm like the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's it's but it's cool because you you know that they're I, I have a good sense of understanding much better than my parents, at least my father, of understanding that these are young Kind of adult minds, in in a sense, right? Like they're they're able to process information on a near adult level, near. So they're they're figuring out how to have these like boundaries. You know what I mean? Yeah. And as much as I want to full on strangle and choke, I I do recognize that in the same way I recognize my eight year old is just like whatever's on their mind. It's just It's it's moving like you know lights light speed person. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, yeah. I mean, the cra- the questions are what they are. So I'm I'm a pretty patient dude, but, but I think it's capped with the hollering. Yeah, I, I think I think it ca- I think my patience kind of ca- like it it hits a little wall when
1: you know what I'm gonna like- do. I'm gonna build a little plastic partition like bus drivers have,
0: <laughs> like tack like like cabs. Yeah, basically, yeah, yeah. Okay. but
1: just around me. Just around me and the radio.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, around the radio. Yeah, nah, that's that's a whole other conversation. I don't even get into this. But this show about to get bad. It's about to sound like a therapy session. All right, look. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing is, man. Thank you for explaining. Ran through the Bronx just like Paul Newman.
1: Oh well. As soon as I, you know, I went to IMDb and I was like, I'm like, oh yeah, that makes sense. I've never man. seen that movie though. I, uh, yeah. so, but and 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 yes, I beat Fizz and Omega to the punch. I believe, were but they, I did it. But even? I did it privately. I did yeah, it I privately. If they were
0: they even? Were they even trying? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're they're always trying to win. So the an- <laughs> so the answer to this is uh, Paul Newman in Fort Apache, the Bronx. Yep. So he was in a movie called Ford Apache The Bronx, and it's probably that's probably the reference that Diamond yeah. D was referring to. When yeah, for Bronx, sure, just like Paul Newman. That is, I, man, mystery solved. So look, I keep I keep putting this out there every week. If you have rap lyrics that need to be explained, please hit us up. Let us know what those lyrics are, so that we can, you know, get to the bottom of it. Because that that was an unsolved mystery for me. I would have never, ever, ever. Figured that one out so there you go it's it's, it it wasn't that you know
1: it it was i wouldn't i first of all i don't
0: know no movies (laughs) so if if paul newman didn't run through the death star i wouldn't go figure that one out yeah well i was (laughs) guessing it had something
1: to do with salad dressing
0: so who knows (laughs) that's what i thought initially like salad dressing give you the runs (laughs) <laughs> Alright, y'all, let's um let's get to the other side. Kevin, you ready? Yeah. Alright, let's go. Rap sucks radio. Blah, 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 blah. What up, y'all? You were live on Rap Sucks Radio with your homeboy Trek Life and your fam Kev Sakota. Contacts Malone. Contacts Malone. Yeah, was he wearing glasses in the video? You might be right about that. Oh,
1: I know. That's that's how I knew he was falling off. <laughs>
0: Yo, thank y'all for tuning in, man. We appreciate each and every one of y'all. If you would like to catch past episodes of our show, you can go to RapsucksRadio.com or any of your favorite podcasting platforms. And if you would like to catch us on television, go to BTSN Behind the Scenes Network. That's btsn.watch online. Or download the app or channel on your Roku or any of your Amazon Fire devices. Click on the channel. We are right there with plenty of other dope content. BTSN Behind the Scenes Network. We want in. On social media, you can check us out RSR Podcast on Facebook or Rap Sucks Radio on Instagram. All right. Title of this episode, Kev. You want to run it, or you want me to run it? You go ahead. You ain't hip hop. That was good. That was good. That was good. One take. One take. One take. That's right. All right. So let's start with topic number one, Kev. Glasses Malone, West Coast MC, right? Cash Money Records. Uh. Oh, is he? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Glasses said that I'm not hip-hop. That's topic number one. <laughs> okay. All right, reason why is because Glasses Malone suggests that rap artists who come... that Okay. A rap artist that comes from middle-class neighborhoods are not hip-hop. That rap artists who comes from a middle-class neighborhood are not hip-hop. That sentence did not edit very well on my behalf, just to be fair. Alright. <laughs> source for this is a... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, I should have, I should have definitely reread that. <laughs> um, so yeah, he said it, that artists that come from middle class neighborhoods are not hip hop. Um, Source for so this is the Bootleg Cove show. The players, uh, players involved: the Glasses Malone and Bootleg Cove. Um, all right, so just to sort of run it down, because there is no article here in a conversation about Drake uh, and Kanye West. Glasses suggested that because that hip hop is street urban art. Uh, street urban expression if you will and that those are, that are not from the street uh, technically are doing pop music not hip hop music his dilemma here Kev being that he actually really likes Kanye's music and he feels like Kanye is important expression so he doesn't know if Kanye should or should fit in this category where it seems like by the end of the segment he actually just decided that Kanye was more pop music than hip hop mmm. Right. And lastly, um, there are some comments that he made that I actually kind of agree with. Not oh, okay. Entirely, but there is one comment a, a sort of a shot fire that I actually do really, 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 really invariably heavily agree with. Uh but aside from that, yeah. Um yeah, Kev I'm going and, and bounce past it to you. It's not, not a lot of not a lot of meat there as far as the, the actual article or reading or anything itself, but the commentary yeah. um might have some some stuff you could jump on.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, you know, first of all, I've already made mistake number 1 cuz I realized he was wearing glasses in the video. I have not watched the video yeah. though. I'm just looking at a it. still an image
0: of the video. He's so, also the homie by the way, I do want to mention. That's, that's the, the thing.
1: Glasses. I've never met glasses. Good do, yeah. So, yeah, yeah good you know, know, but he's he's certainly friend of, friend of uh, a lot of friends and you know. Um but uh yeah, so I have no frame of reference for, you know, some people, it's like, oh, he's always talking yeah, trash, yeah. Or whatever, like, you know, yeah. like, even if you like him, right? But I don't know. um But uh, I thought that, because I saw, I think Fizz posted something about it where it wasn't, did he also say something about rappers who have, who grew up with
0: a mom and a dad? Was that part of the conversation as well? Like, it, 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 there was, there was a lot of different criteria that was sort of being broken down because uh, Kev was asking questions or, or sort of challenging this. And in his challenges, a lot of things came up. Like, for example, um, one of uh, uh, Glass's responses to, sort of to Kanye was that Kanye's first major record was about getting in a, a, a car accident. Uh, he was like, with car insurance. Like, who in the hood has car insurance? And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure I'm not sure if that's the best.
1: <laughs> he talk about, the- talking about talking de- about like forensic detective work. F- f- Thirty years later, <laughs> it's like wow, you really, oh. you really cracked the case there, buddy.
0: Yeah, I was like, uh... like good you
1: know, you know, since then he's been quoting Hitler and stuff like that. So maybe, 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 maybe there's a, a couple other issues other than, you know. Car insurance, <laughs> down right. with the State Farm or
0: whatever. It's like, come right, on Basically, um, uh, he, he also mentioned like uh have kind of asked him. He said, "Yo, um, you know, talking about Kanye writing a song about working in the mall and how that doesn't relate." And he said, "Well, people in the hood don't work in the mall. He's like, nah, we don't have jobs in the mall." And it's like, wait a minute. <laughs> like, And then he proceeded to sort of try to explain these things in and out in a way. So it's a weird, very weird crafting of a, of a point. Like, okay, how did we get here and why did we get here? I actually suggest, and this is gonna sound crazy, we will post a link to the video I imagine, right? I actually suggest people watch the 35 minute port. I think by about 20 minutes you get the point of but I'm. I, there were people in the comment section that agree with, yo, he's absolutely right, and et cetera, et cetera. My thing is, Kev, just as a blanket statement, I'd imagine you disagree. But is there any point where you say, yo, eh.
1: Well, first, let me ask you, what was the point? By the way, I apologize to the audience. Um, Trek told me that we were talking. I don't want to throw anybody under the bus. But Trek told well, me that we were going to talk about mean, this yeah. about five minutes before. That's fair. We we started. Well, recording. no, we started the show. To, I, you I told know, you I, again, I, I, you the I don't rundown. want to throw anybody under the bus. This
0: is, this is, this is, this is when the rundowns get completed. <laughs> just doing laundry all day. <laughs> what do you want me to do? <laughs> What'd you say? You're doing laundry all day. I'm just doing laundry all day. Yeah, all you day. ain't hip hop. So, yeah, exactly. Hip hop. Hip hop people don't does. have clean clothes. What are you talking it about? Wasn't at a Coin Up, so I wasn't. It wasn't hip hop. Watching <laughs> <laughs> people in the hood don't have washer drivers. What are you talking about?
1: so yeah what did he say that you agreed with what was the point that
0: he had mentioned that during the blog era is when it all sort of changed because he said you know these sort of middle-class bloggers had taken over the the i'm paraphrasing by the way Mm -hmm. uh had taken over sort of the gatekeeping of hip-hop and sort of changed it changed the View into the sound that they were more comfortable with or a more palatable with. and I actually do agree with that. I do. I feel like if there was a time where hip hop took a turn for the worst entirely, I I think it was the blog era. Mm. I do. I really think that there was too much power handed over to to those individuals, and I I have a few people I know in that that arena and I would tell them to their face, like, yeah, I was, y'all was y'all were far more trash than the artist around that time. <laughs> and mm. I I agree with that. I feel like there was a um he said like middle class, college educated. Like there was this sort of collegiate view of hip hop that showed up. Um and it was articulated in such a way that it it incited a group of people um, that probably shouldn't have had as large of a voice as they ultimately had
1: yeah you know I, I mean? mean this is the thing is that first of all to to sort of I don't even know if you asked me a question or whether or not I agree with it I, I don't care I, none of I, none of this has changed any parts of my day today or any other day but Um, it seems like every, you know, we happen to be, I don't think I'm speaking out of turn to say that we're experts in hip hop. I'm an expert. So, um, (laughs) you know, I don't think anybody would be like, no, you're not, whatever. And if you do, again, I don't care. But and I say that mostly to say I'm not an expert in other forms of music, but it seems like the same thing. You know, other genres go went through the same thing. Jazz has constantly gone through the same thing. Mm-hmm. Punk, definitely, if if anything, is almost like a kindred spirit to hip hop, in my opinion, just because that's of the spirit
0: of it. He said they're 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 like God brothers.
1: Punk. And yeah, okay. So that's interesting. Um, but. And I I bring that up just to say that, you know, grunge, all these different, you know, who knows what, I mean, rock and roll is a stolen commodity Mm -hmm. as far as I'm concerned. Problematic issues inherent in, in that history as well. But if we're talking about hip hop, you know, it's 50 years of hip hop history. It's like before the blog era, same things were happening. You just didn't know who the people were they were causing the problems because they were behind the scenes or at a record label or whatever, or they were at a radio station program director, Mm -hmm. you know, hip hop just happens to be one of the few art forms where a solid chunk of subject matter. Like if you were to break the main, the top 50 subjects talked about in a rap record down through the years, the business side of, the rap business is a way bigger part of it to me, I think, than just about any other genre. It's got to be. Right? Where art, artists in every genre would talk about, you know, I, I like this, I hate this, these guys are great to work with because not all labels are like this or whatever, you know, when, in interviews. But rappers would be rapping about it.
0: Sure. I thought that, I think that that's part of the boring era. Of, I mean, and I'm way in track life here. But I thought that that was one of the things that made rap boring. Eventually, yeah, pe- most people base. don't care. But
1: yeah. um, so, you know, I'm not sure what like, – I think you could name any of a, a, a million different factors that would make somebody say, well, you're not, you know, super hip-hop. You're not true hip-hop because you did this, you did that, or whatever. It's like, all right, whatever.
0: You know. Yeah. Like, are we going to battle? Fight. I was waiting for AC, the program director, to show up. I here's here's my 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 take on what he's saying is. I do not think, for better or for worse, hip hop should ever lose its connection to the the. I mean, for the lack of a better explanation, the It should not ever, right? Um, I myself, growing up. Um, In West Covina have never shied away from the fact that I'm not from you know or at least spent my high school years in what people would consider the hood and when I did live in South Central it wasn't like I was like you know putting in work and then we had to move because it was no I was a happy go lucky kid two parent home brother and sister that was in college when I left when we when my family left um not that people from the hood don't go to college. I'm just saying. Uh, it's not like we were rich when we moved. Like none of these, none of these kind of factors kicked in, but I don't shy away from that. I never have. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, I also don't entirely play it up. Like by play it up, I mean I don't be like, I'm not like them, I'm like me. And that's how I am. I'm not like the bad kids, you know. So it's just like, okay, stop. You know what I mean. So I'm I'm very much aware of uh, of how, as an art, the voice still needs to the most powerful voice, the strongest voices, to still be from um, from the hood. I feel like that should be the case. And if you lose that. Then you lose to me one of the most valuable portions of hip hop, which is a voice for the voiceless. Right mm-hmm. now, um, some would argue, and I think that they would have a fair argument that a lot of that voice is not like Chuck D, no more. It's not like the speaking for or on behalf of is, is speaking to build. That's a reasonable argument. I would I would agree with that, um, but I still wouldn't sacrifice the voice for any other for any reason. You know? Mm -hmm. Um so I don't know if I if I disagree with his opinion of what hip hop is, which is you know, urban shared expression or whatever he called it, right? My only question to him is um what exactly is urban expression to you and why is it only only reserved for people from specific areas because there are plenty of ways to there are plenty of things that are happening to us as individuals that are not necessarily related to drugs gangs you know or whatever Right, there are plenty of things happening in the city there are people working at the mall that are struggling with. there are people working at the DMV that are struggling with there, there are people that that are um, if you were to go to blow it a good life they from the city or whatever but that they struggling with different things or writing about or enjoying different things I wish I was a little bit taller I wish I was a ball. I have experiencing different things right um, what exactly is the definition because it seems so broad you know what I mean it seems well, like so many things are happening that if you're gonna funnel down expression into three to five different subjects, then really nobody's hip hop. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that's
1: the that's that's the other thing because you know when I say we're experts, is not it's not meant as a challenge or or you know certainly not a brag. It's just that we've been doing this for a long time. We've been involved in this for a long, long time. Um, And so, and we know a lot of the people who are not just making the music, um, you know, rapping, but also producing, DJing, Mm -hmm.
0: you know, promoting
1: signing. Yeah, promoting the record labels, you know, graph dudes, dancers, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, And if we just talk about rap, we could, and I I wouldn't want to be challenged with coming up with the names, but we could think of, if I said think of five people who seem like the hardest dudes Mm -hmm. who've ever touched a mic, who, you know, grew up in a, a, had a decent upbringing and, you know, uh, lived in, in a middle-class neighborhood or whatever. It's like, you could name them. You could also name some people who might be considered quote unquote, like a soft kind of rapper who did not grow up in the nicest environment, you know? Sure. But just decided that that was the style they were going to take. I mean, if you really want to get down to it, r b cats who were coming up in like the, the 60s and 70s are harder than most rappers a that have lot ever of them were. touched a mic. A lot of them were. A lot of them were. That's you true. You know, um, for for a variety of reasons, you know. Um, maybe the neighborhood they grew up in, maybe because they were, you know, getting shot at when they were going, you know, on tour in certain parts of this country. So, you know. I, I'm not sure what the exact ultimate point is. I I would imagine that um I, again I have to listen to the I would like to listen to the conversation and, and you know, put it in context after I've expressed all my opinions about what he said without hearing it, but um <laughs> you know, I would imagine it, 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 it if I would have said that, which is possible, said something similar to that, afterward
0: I might have said, that was not worth
1: <laughs> like com- well, conversation worth
0: There wasn't a lot of fallout to it, maybe because people uh, he may not be polarizing enough of a figure, or or what have you. Like if Charlemagne said it, it might might have a different um, you know way yeah. to it. But um, I remember one of the first kind of online arguments I got into. Um, I was—I remember I just expressed that I was much more of a fan of Tribe than I was of Gangstar. I didn't say I didn't like Gangstar. I just said, you know. And the challenge was, like, ah, well, Tribe is, like, not really hood music. You know, Gangstar mm-hmm. is. And I was like, well, you, you might want to look into some backgrounds before you make some statements like that, right? Hmm. Um. And so, you know, this goes on for a couple of different posts, and finally the dude was like, well, you know, Tribe Called Quest is the type of artist that you hear, see perform on like a college campus and with a bunch of, you know, nerds and gangstars where you see, you know, this, whatever, like in a rough, hardcore hip hop scene or whatever. And I was like, you know what's interesting? First time I saw Gangstar was out of college. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I was like. It's odd, right? You're saying, and you know, then it was like, oh, "I'll beat you up and fight." You know, right? Well, a person got upset, but it, it's true. The first time I saw a gangster perform was on a college campus. Yeah. Um, so, it, here, my thing has always been, you know, exclusivity is important to people, right? Uh, and and the ability to find ways to deny others access to things is always going to exist. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you not no real hooper. You never played in the sh- and played ball at, at Rucker Park, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, you not no real MC. You never freestyled, right? You can't freestyle. You're not a real MC. Right. You can't write a song. You're not a real rapper. You, you know, you never ate government cheese. You ain't never struggled. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like this, this thing about finding these niche ways to deny people access to things that we all kind of share interest in has always is always a thing i i could give you a a a real and it's funny because i could tell you um close friends of mine have fallen into this it's always funny when you uh are from or have moved to the suburbs as a black male at some point someone moves back to la and then starts telling you how you haven't experienced uh, blackness, like they have, because they innocent. I'm like, you lived next door to me <laughs> for 15 years. Like, all of a sudden, you know, your life is this vastly different experience. I mean, I guess, but again, it's this, it's this need to deny this, this shared access and make yourself more, uh, more attached to it than others. And yeah, I it's think a weird, it's a weird need, you know. It's a weird human trait, right?
1: And it's it it, it goes beyond hip hop, you know. It does. I see it, it I see it in in all genres of music. I see it in I mean, look at how comedians talk about each other when somebody blows up. They hate yeah. them for the yeah, most automatically.
0: part. Automatically.
1: Automatically. If someone's getting some success, they'll find a, a reason to say why, you know, they're terrible or whatever, right? And yeah. it's usually somebody you've never heard of, you know. And 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 I know who Glasses Malone is. I assume that not that the average person who considers themselves a, a serious fan of hip hop may not have be may familiar not. with them, you know. Right. Um, but he's achieved a level of success that gets him, you know, gets people wanting to ask him questions. He's gonna answer the questions. It is what it is, you know. But again, um, doesn't really change anything. Thing about it doesn't, opinion, you know. Well, yeah, like, it,
0: it's it's impossible yeah. for him as an individual, um, and there there's no army enough to stop people from being hip hop. That's why I never really understood that argument. Like people would go to the to the show in in, you know, cargo camo and stand there with their arms folded and in unwashed t shirts and tell everybody who was and who wasn't more hip hop. You know what I'm saying? And I'm yeah. like but you're not. Yeah. You don't have that. You can't do it's. It's. I mean, bringing race into so you can't tell somebody they're more <laughs> or less, or whatever race that you don't have that ability. All you could do is feel that way. What is most striking when these moments happen? Again, one thing I do want to note is, whenever you hear an opinion like this, it comes with a lot of artist hate. But I, I challenge you to find him hating a single artist. He had no hate for Drake whatsoever, no hate for Kanye, mm. no hate for any of the artists he was talking about. He was just stating in his opinion, was very matter of fact that that this didn't equal that. Mm-hmm. Which was impressive because usually there's all of this vitriol that goes along with it.
1: And that's the thing that used to one of the things that used to bother me is like the that that, you know, and and it would bother me just because I was hearing people who I respected express an opinion, but they weren't They weren't even going on a podcast and expressing, you know, they were just like, I don't like that, you know? And I got over a long time ago, like, if you don't like it, you don't like it. If I do, that doesn't mean that I'm right and you're wrong, or it doesn't mean that you're right and I'm wrong. I like it, you don't like it, whatever. If I really care or, you know, or I really value your opinion, I might be like, well, what is it about it that, you know, that that you don't dig? But I rarely even did that, you know? The thing is that... The classification thing—it's been going on forever, right? The, that ain't no hip hop or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or you're not qualified to say what hip hop is. Listen, and then in the same breath, damn near that same group of people, um, of which I've been a member at certain yeah. times, Me too. Uh, Me too. will then get pissed off about uh, fuck the Grammys—they don't—they don't appreciate hip hop or they're not recognizing hip hop. It's like, well, you don't want you in one breath, you say you don't want. That nobody can be involved. Mm-hmm. And then you mad because the, the Grammys uh, don't want anybody but Fresh Prince and Jazzy Jeff up on stage. It's like, you can't have it both ways.
0: Yeah, I had this. It's so funny, man. I had this conversation today with the homie about the being inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in the, in you know. Who should have been inducted on a rap behalf and who has not? And I kept saying, but it's the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Like, this isn't a a qualifiable hip-hop. This is a sales thing. This is a success thing. This, this is not necessarily like, at least from a hip-hop perspective, they're not digging through and finding the diamonds in the rough and saying they belong in this Hall of Fame. This is more or less a Grammy-type thing, right? Um, and i was fine with it because i i don't really see being inducted into the rock and roll hall of fame as anything but a a a kind of pop selling pop not pop selling but a, a high selling achievement not necessarily a dopest rapper achievement like i guess to cut cut the fat off of what i'm saying you're not inducted into the hip hop hall of fame because you're the best rapper I mean, I'm sorry, the, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame because you're the best rapper. That's not the criteria that they're following. Mm. So why even feel any way about it? <laughs> because that's not even where, that's not where this is going to come from. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it's it's sort of the same thing about Glasses Malone's statement. That's his opinion, and he's definitely entitled to his opinion. But it's an opinion that holds zero weight because there is nothing anyone can do to make anyone more or less hip-hop than they are. And I don't even know how to measure such a thing.
1: And that's the thing. That's that's you know kind of why
0: I say it, it doesn't change anything
1: about my days. Because if I like it, I like it. If I don't like it, I don't like it. I do have an opinion about this is hip-hop, that's not hip-hop. I don't...
0: Sure.
1: I long... I mean, when I was DJing, you know, doing the the, the radio show every week, mm-hmm. there, there was certainly a, a little bit of a... um responsibility to like curate what I was playing because I knew that people were listening to hear the newest hip hop. Mm -hmm. Right. And I would certainly get calls with like, why are you playing that? I'm like, cause I like it. That's not hip hop. I was like, I hear you. I think it is. This is why I would have that conversation. Right. Or whatever, you know, when I would have the time, it didn't happen a lot. And that's why people kept coming back. Right. And that's why people would request records that they knew I would play. And they would, they were all the records that you would think of when you think of all the hip hop artists that, that we loved. But like, you know, getting older, it's like we've talked plenty of times about how there are certain things that are rap music or black music, you know, contemporary. Uh, and I'm sure these artists will call themselves hip hop or rap, you know, and I don't like a lot of it, you know, but I can hear something. That, like, I don't know. I assume that everybody our age, if you hear the name Jack Harlow, you're gonna say, well, "I don't, I hate that dude." Or whatever, you know. Like, you might get some negative feedback from people who are ghosts like us. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, but I hear him. I'm like, at least with him, I he- I understand why people like his music. You know, I don't need to listen yeah. to it all the time. But I'm like, and there there are some artists like that, and then there are some artists where I'm like, I don't understand why. <laughs> So many yeah. people really love that, doing? you know, yeah. but yeah, doesn't need to go any further than that. I'm not on their marketing team. I'm not running their yeah, tour. Well, yeah.
0: I mean, it's a young man. That's a young man's game. If I'm being honest with you, the um, I'm going to make this person like this and this like that. That's very much a young man's game. Uh, the older you get, the more you like, look, man, <laughs> I don't have no minutes for this. Done, yeah. you know. Um, yeah. Let's go ahead. And, let's go ahead and move on. I I thought it was an interesting thing, and I do. I, I mean, you know, if you're interested in it enough, I I know most people, and I ain't trying to hear that. But if, if you want, I'd say check out the the video. There's a two hour one, which I wouldn't watch if you paid me to. But then there's like a 35 minute one where it's specifically on this subject, a a clip, and that's the one that we'll post.
1: Yeah, so like I said, I'm I'm happy to give my opinion now, and then I'll watch the video and then keep my opinion to myself. <laughs> or what I'll do is I'll watch it, and then when my wife is driving, as she's trying to merge across three lanes of traffic, I'll be like, oh, <laughs> and freak her out with, with my response, my oh, yeah. more detailed, qualified response to Glasses Malone's opinions. <laughs>
0: Yo, Kev, topic number two, Acon Song Part 2 is my title for this. Uh Uh-oh. The reason for this is a woman was accidentally locked in an OC jail lobby overnight, Kev. Oh, boy. Uh, CBS News reports this, uh, players involved. I don't know. I just said the OC. Orange County Sheriff's Department has announced that it will make department changes after a woman was accidentally locked inside of the lobby of a jail overnight last week. The woman was trapped inside of the Theo Lacey jail lobby on November 4th when she arrived to visit an inmate before visiting hours uh, ended at 5 p.m. that day. The inmate she was visiting, however, was unavailable at the time, so she was directed to the lobby. While waiting, the woman fell asleep, Kev, and was locked inside. Got to be real tired to fall asleep in there. They probably kept her waiting a long time, though. Maybe so. Arriving staff members found a woman around 8 a.m. the next day freeing her from the lobby. She was treated for a cut she sustained during the incident Hmm. but was otherwise believed to be okay. It was unclear how she cut herself. Uh, Cell phones are not allowed inside of the jail so she was unable to make any calls. There was no other type of public phone located in lobby. (laughs) Uh, And what uh, Orange County Sheriff's Department said, uh, you know, that is being rectified now. Uh, as a result of the Bizarre instance, the Sheriff's Department is implementing an emergency phone for the public in the visiting area, and there will be procedural changes that require a supervisor to do a check of the lobby periodically overnight.
1: No cameras in the lobby, I, I take <laughs> like,
0: I guess not. You know, I
1: guess not.
0: That... <laughs> wow.
1: This is crazy.
0: So she got it off. With crazy.
1: Time served.
0: <laughs> Yo. Oh. Um, what's the movie? Night at the Museum? Is that the Oh movie? yeah. <laughs> this is like the worst version of that movie. <laughs> the worst version. Like the worst version. I can't imagine. And here's the thing. Here's the thing about jail. How about that for the start of a sentence? <laughs> Nah, the thing that's always bugged me out about jail is that the doors don't open. Shut up. Don't tell me that that's a stupid <laughs> thing. But I'm just saying, like, nah, think about it. Get up from whatever whatever you're doing right now and get up, even if you're at work and you know, like, and you, you got to stay at work and you're like, well, Trek, I got to be at work. No, get up and go to the bathroom, open the door, and close it on your own. And realize, like, that's not an option. Like, yo, when it's time for lunch, like, you go to the elevator or whatever you want. You walk out if you're at work. You you could just walk in and out of doors. Yeah. In, in jail, it's like someone has to like unlink.
1: Go to you go j- to your you go to the lunchroom, you you pull out your fish, you put it in the microwave like an American,
0: like a true American. You ruin the lunch room <laughs> and you go back to your desk to surf the net and pretend like you're working. Like the thing is, <laughs> That so, so to be trapped in the lobby of, I would go insane. (laughs) I would go insane. I'm like, yo. Sometimes I just get up and walk around my house for the sake of doing it, (laughs) for literally no good reason. I just be like, you know, about to walk to the kitchen.
1: I want, I want to hear it again. I'm gonna play it back later.
0: You said the the problem I
1: have with jails is that the doors don't open.
0: The doors don't open. Like, you can't just mob out, fam. like, all right, look, after this show, I'm going to edit this video. I'm going to edit the audio, right? Yeah. I'm going to get up. I'm going to check on my family. I'm going to go sit on the couch. I'm going to turn Law & Order on. Then I'm going to be like, dang, it's too late to eat. But then I'm going to get up and walk into the kitchen. I'm going to open the refrigerator and stare at it for 20 seconds. and I'm going to walk back maybe I'll drive somewhere and I'm gonna walk downstairs and open the garage door I could just go I could just go I understand that that's the entire point but that is the point for me like so I just can't bounce
1: you know this this opinion may not be popular with uh, with Glasses (laughs) Malone but doors that don't open
0: not hip hop not hip hop or they are hip hop because that would be an urban experience I suppose (laughs) I had a I had a uh, a dude tell me that
1: you remember life what was it lifers group?
0: Nah, what's that?
1: That's a oh group. that was the I want to say they were on Hollywood Basic Records, but they were all they were all cats that were like um, in for life.
0: Oh yeah 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 I do remember that. I yeah. believe unless it was all a bunch of bullshit, but I don't think yeah. it was like yeah they're hip hop. Some things in hip-hop got a little too real, like a little too, like, not entertaining, more like, okay, wait a minute. Nah. <laughs> like, There's no dance to go along with this. There's no walking that we can do. But lobby this, lock. This. The lobby lock. Lobby lock up, yo. Oh <laughs> uh, Yeah, I wonder what kind of lawsuit comes out of this. How do you cut your hand in this situation, though? I mean, I don't know. Let's provide some theories. Like, was she trying desperately to get out? Probably. Kev. Have you ever been anywhere you wanted to be for longer than five minutes? Like anywhere All you didn't the want to be for longer than five minutes? All the time. Doesn't it feel like seven days? I'm just <laughs> trying to tell you, like, I'm just saying <laughs> to be like
1: at my age though now, it uh-huh. yes. When I was my daughter's age, yes, feel feel like seven years. Mm-hmm. Right now, the variable, the key variable is how quiet is it?
0: <laughs> no, because if it's quiet, yeah. hey, I don't want to hear none of that. I'm not. I'm not rolling with you at all. fam. <laughs> bro, <laughs> I am. And I'm furious. I could be at the beach. If I didn't want to be there, I'm furious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm furious. Near inconsolable, depending upon the situation. Like, <laughs> furious.
1: <laughs>
0: if, I, if I didn't want to be at that joint and I'm there against my will or, or whatever, against my better judgment, jo- whatever. Furious,
1: and she didn't even get her visitation.
0: Didn't even get to visit. It's cold, man. Didn't even get to visit. It's cold blooded. I feel. I feel how bad did you for cut her. Your dude. Hand,
1: <laughs> Maybe she fell off the bench she was sleeping on. And
0: uh, wait, how do you not figure out how she cut herself? Did so she didn't just tell you? Like that's wouldn't. How'd you cut yourself? Oh, I was reaching for something and cut like what is she? I'll tell you how like, I cut myself when I realized
1: that you dumbasses locked me in here all night. I smacked myself in the face so hard. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm done. I'm done. All right, look. Yeah, y'all be careful with them visitations, man. Don't fall asleep in the in the waiting room. That just that don't make no sense. Yeah, stay woke. Uh, I know there was there was like a booth that she fell asleep in or whatever, but Alright. <laughs> <laughs> That's enough for us. <laughs> I am your homeboy Trek Life. That dude over there is your Fam Kef Sakota, man. Yeah, That's me. Hip hop.
1: Locked up.
0: <laughs> won't let me out. Won't let me out. That what, song was so dumb too. What is he doing? I don't know. Oh. Accusing black people of not achieving success because they're criminals, while he himself was. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> the problem with black people is that black people commit too much crime. All right, everyone, settle down. Oh, let's let's put the opinions away. Oh, and make music. All right. Anyway. <laughs> Thank y'all for tuning in. My, my, my name is Trek Life. That's your fam. Kev Sakoda. We are Sucks Radio. And if you would like to catch our past episodes, go to RapsucksRadio.com or any of your favorite podcasting platforms. You can also check us out on social media at RapsucksRadio Radio on Instagram and RSR Podcast on Facebook. We are out of here like last year. On count of three, we say peace. One, two, three. Peace. Peace. We out, y'all. See